Welcome to session five of the Childs, where some family members are more important than friends sit around and play a game called Dungeons and Dragons. Well, today it's family. Yeah, friends. I don't want to give them that much. Wow. Okay. So we are short a player today. Harriet's not feeling well. Drizelle has to take off her leave because Shun is in a zombified huge state. Not and Thorkin is dealing with some plant issues. So it should be interesting. Yay. My character is yet. So, just as a recap, to refresh our minds, because it's been a little bit because I was under the weather. Um, last session, we saw the group um, kind of fast track themselves through the Witchlight Carnival and found out where the portal to the Thayron uh, was and proceeded to step through as they arrived in the Feywild, their feet landing softly against what appeared to be warped stone. The initial reaction, of course, is, yay, this is the Fey realm, but as they looked about, they recognized the area as a large and sprawling swamp, complete with frogs and other slimy things and the cacophony of the sound around them. As Thorkin was the last who finally touched down onto the stone area, the fading words of Mr. Witch and Mr. Light echoing in his mind, mind the rule of three, future, present, and past. Find the alicorn and free the dominant queen at last. As you guys look about Briefly through the area, you recognize there is a large wall of mist behind you. As you gaze out across the expanse of the area, you recognize, uh, you don't recognize, but sorry, you see in front of you a vast marshland, like just belches and burps here and there of liquid and swamp water, and the smell hits your nose of decay and stagnant water and fungi and growing things. Ghost! Oh my um, god. Hang on. <laughs> um, is Dorkin the only one that, I mean, did we all hear no. this word from Mr. Light's last words, or is it just him? Just Dorkin was mentioned on this part. Just... So as you guys land, down. Uh, it has been a long day. Uh, you guys have not rested yet. We said we were going to camp, oh, but we hadn't like officially. I just wanted to kind of bring you guys right back to the moment before the end of the last session, like previously on the job. <laughs> this is like the recap that you can sometimes skip on your streaming servers. So this time you can't <laughs> skip. Sorry, they didn't instill it. It's like the pilot episode still, so we're trying to debut it whether or not the you know, master will want to accept it. So there's no skip function yet. Of it. I think the pilot episode ended like three sessions ago. No, because the pilot was to get you to the main story. Now we're entering the main story. So as you guys land there, think about your characters arriving in a mist-shrouded swamp with growing crawly things. As you guys look about, there is a workstone causeway that your feet land upon, 
firm rock stone. What do you guys got? Well, this is definitely different. Honestly, this is not what I expected. Oh man, these this is gonna definitely wear my sinuses on this. I'm gonna say, well, guys, I don't know if I'm gonna be here. Oh god. I'm gonna say I landed like right on my back, and then I'm gonna like stand up and turn to light the mud off and use the prestidigitation to like clean the mud off my nose. The there isn't so much mud on it, but the air is. Thick. You can immediately feel a bit of perspiration like across your chest and between your shoulder blades, like underneath your nose. It's just warm. Okay. Does this look familiar at all? Does it look familiar to any of us? Hey, Harry, does this no. look familiar to you? No. Hey, Harry. <laughs> hey, Harry, you want to give me a. You don't say anything. Is there like more than a it's <laughs> quick, so <laughs> we're one. Sky is hazy and twilight. Uh, this causeway, which it looks like it was built from pale stones, they almost glow faintly from within to give you a bit of an ambient light. There are towers over the surrounding landscape, some close, some distant. Uh, patches of mist and fog kind of drift, separating your vision occasionally. There are parts of other pieces of the causeway further on, but there's large gaps where portions have collapsed. And it is large enough that no matter how athletic you feel, you know you can't jump that distance. You peer over the edge of the causeway, and a fog and mist shrouded swamp spreads out before you in all directions. And you look immediately down the causeway, and there's uh, a smell that wafts up into your nostrils of rotting plants. But as you look down, there's these uh, large toadstools that seem to be growing up the causeway. Reasonably, you think you might be able to use those to get down to the swamp area. As you look about, though, there is that discordant symphony of frogs and singing birds and rustling and slurping through a little bit of the grass. And about like behind us, like there's stones, right? Directly behind you is a wall of You're standing on what feels like a bridge. It comes out of the mist and then is broken and then continues on and then is broken and then continues on in the mist. Did you try going backwards? Think carefully. So you take a couple steps towards the this line. Give me a survival check. Oh, I'm already proficient in it today. Okay. 
you all see her push into the mist, and within a few seconds, she's walking towards you. You felt no change in direction. You walked into the mist and kept walking and walked out of the mist. You're facing up. I'm scared. That's kind of cool, but kind of creepy. Well, I was going to say, can I try the same thing just for to be no. stupid? Yeah, that's your body. What were you about to say? So, doesn't it fog have like water particles in it? Yeah. So, can that's I right. use shape water and like move the fog out of the way? You can try. Alright. Can I send my raven on a little recon of just where you want to survive? Kind of like it needs to when 30 cuts out, just circle yeah. our location, okay. making sure that nothing kind of sneaks up on us. Okay, give me a perception check. Sure it's uncomfortable. Oh, it's very much so. And it's not like a heat warm. Yeah, it's very humid. Like she's very air, you swear if you had like a piece of paper, it would become wet just as it's drifting in the air. Yeah, she just feels very uncomfortable with all her layers and stuff. I got four. Four? <laughs> you go to take one step in and your foot immediately slips and you feel like you're sliding down a hill, but then you slide right in front of the other one. Isn't like you go to walk into it, but then Eight. you just Eight. walk. You back. go to try to shake the mist, and they swirl, and then settle. I guess we have no choice. My bird starts flying with us too. Too much fog, and Wait. just falls to the ground. One natural. Maybe one? that's yeah. like the border. Uh, as you're about to send your raven out. I sneeze. It's at this point that Harriet grabs your shoulder and pulls you aside and tells you to bring it back. You quickly bring it back, and it's at that point that you guys all witness a what looks like a massive hot air balloon come sliding through the air and teetering. What is that? It's got patchwork material all over it, and it's spinning completely out of control as if it's punctured, and there's a massive air vent escaping from the side. The wicker basket that hangs from it is swinging wildly to and fro. And the balloon plunges out of sight into the distance of the fog. If you hadn't pulled your raven back, it probably would have collided with it. It's almost like the mist is like a border. You know how there's borders on space? Why can't they break borders in the realms? Well, it's a long way past the place. So you can leave the fog, but if you try and go back through the fog, you're just going to exit the fog again. What's on the other side of this? Like if we're facing the fog, what's the opposite direction that we're going? The swamp is right up before you. I'm going to go towards that high air balloon. If the, what about the causeway, the stone work stone is like 15 to 20 feet wide and about 100, 150 feet long. You go to the edge where Salute had noticed the mushrooms and looked down. There looks to be like there's some figure out in the midst, like a large building that you can't quite make it out and then it just continues on. If you look left towards the other pieces of the causeway, there are several sections and what looks like just more and more swamp. So can we go to the the hot air balloon and maybe I can use Crystal Digitation to try and catch critters in there? Well you can try it. Went off in the distance, you have no idea where it went. How high up is this? We fix it, we can get out. We'll give me a dexterity each. No, for something. Oh. I mean, I feel like if we try something through the swamp, 
then something's gonna eat us. Obviously, the direction of the fog is not working. So, sixteen. Yeah. Sixteen. You're not hundred percent sure. Maybe hundred feet in the air, hundred fifty feet in the air, maybe. Is anybody loud? So is I can get loud. Wait, I have a question. The mist behind us, is it like a waterfall type style mist where it's falling down like a waterfall? Or it's just like, like a waterfall. Oh, so there's, Again, if you look does it like up, spread like a wrapping around or is it just like a simple area and you can just like walk around it? Like if you walk as far as the eye can see. Okay. Like if you walk, if you look up, can you see how high it is? The sky, it just blends into the sky. There are patches of fog and mist everywhere. The sky, the air is so thick. It, like an extremely warm, imagine like southern Louisiana summertime, thick, thick forest, and you're on a boat in a canal looking off in the distance. You can kind of see for a little while, but it just gets blurry the further it's out. I like you can only see the immediate area around. Or some swamp in the mushroom house, I think is what someone called it. The shelf mushrooms that climb up the causeway? Sure. I guess we have no choice but to go forward because that's like a border. Well, yeah. I mean, no if we try hard enough, we might leave hard enough. There's no way that we can walk that way. Before I go to the mushrooms, I'm going to try and walk through the fog and see if they're talking to the truth. Well, maybe if someone rolls a high enough survival, we can get through the fog. <laughs> I like that. Uh, one. <laughs> you go to step, and immediately as you put your hand through and your face through, you blink against the moisture, and when you open your eyes, you're standing in front of it. Huh. It's like really warm, isn't it? It's just, you know, take off some of your coat. Why? Take off one of your 386 pieces <laughs> of cloth wraps around your body. Hold on, I might help. Put it's them. warm here, the sun actually. You give us a Harriet. Harriet can hold your thoughts, right I'm Harriet? Does it look like it's about to rain? I'm just gonna like, could I, so you said that there's patches in the bricks, right? Uh, with same effect, as you step through, it's like within a step or two in, you're stepping right back out and facing the bricks. What if you walk in, but then when you walk in, instead of continues walking, you just stay there? Walk backwards. What if we walk backwards in? Can I try that? I want to okay, try I think you're spending too much time on the thought. This is, you guys... Talking amongst yourselves as if you're there, visualizing you're there, only here to counsel, give advice, and set rules in the play environment. What you guys do is on you. Can as we found out last session. Can I use Mage Hand on myself? So if I like, can I make myself levitate? I can, I can use can my only hand. Lift it, like five pounds, ten pounds? But you don't think I'm five or ten? <laughs> um. I'm gonna go towards those mushrooms. Okay, it doesn't look. say anything about weight. The hand can't attack, activate magic items, or carry more than 10 pounds. Oh, yeah. Oh. What if we all use our mage hand together? To I have lift? one, and that's my. Like there's only three mage hands capable, which means max of 30 pounds if they're all working. Awesome. Okay, hang on. Who's the lighter? How much do you weigh? <laughs> I 
uh, current whopping five pounds right now. But that's I'm everything like I'm holding. Pounds. That's body weight. I don't so, well, I have five pounds I'm holding right now, so. I weigh 130 Jeez. pounds. Jeez, I weigh 27. What? what? You don't weigh 27. That's how much I'm carrying. Right. If I We're talking about body weight. Well, I'm like a brittle old body man body, so <laughs> I can't be more than like 50 pounds at most. Dude, you have to live. My legs alone are probably like five pounds. He's You're gonna be at least 120 pounds. He's malnourished, guys. Give him a lot. Okay, <laughs> what so the heck is wrong with you? Are there like gaps in the bridge? What do you mean? Dude, <laughs> that's like like he said that we're like two year old on a bridge. So the fat two year old. That's like okay, five year old. It, like, or is it? Oh, no, that's like. What is wrong with these people? Okay, so I'll, I'll describe it again. About 15, 20 feet wide, stone work, flat. The causeway, which is similar to what you might think of a bridge over an overpass, goes for about 100, 150 feet, and then there's a break. A large gap, and then another section of the bridge. Okay, so we're walking to the break. How big is the break? Good 60 70 feet. Could I throw something across like rope? You could try. Does anybody have any rope? Um, do I look like I have rope? Like, because I can tie my battle axe to the rope and then I can try and rope. So, why are you throwing it? To get across. It's like 60 feet. What do you mean break? Do you mean like there's no bridge there? Or do you. Okay, I'm. Can I go to the like can I send my dancing lights through the fog? Sure. Okay. You can send them off. What direction do you send them? Towards the fog. Fog's all around it. Uh, <laughs> Behind you immediately, and then within 45, 60 feet in front of you, start the fog out. North. Okay. <laughs> so do you know what direction north There's no sun for Never eat soggy waffles. Or if you southwest north. <laughs> you still okay. remember that? You point in front of you, you point to your left, your right. In front of me. In front of you? Okay, so you send your dancing lights out and they go about 40 feet, 50 feet for distance on dancing lights? Um, 120. 120. About 60 feet, 65 feet. The area starts to glow like a headlights in a snowstorm kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Further out, they get about 90 feet out, and now it's just a bright fog you have to live up. And the fog starts to now diminish in light as your dancing lights continue to travel out of it. You no longer can see them. You no longer can see the light in the fog. Okay, I want to follow you. It's like. Well, you'd have to climb down the causeway and walk across the fog. Oh my gosh, you're so aggravating. Okay, I'll bring the dancing lights back. I'll put them away. Can I try swimming across the swamp? Okay, as you look around, <laughs> well, no. you stand next to Torque, who's already standing there in between the both of you. I'm going to make a roll. You look, and it's. Maybe a hundred feet down to the swamp as you're looking down, but there are very thick, large mushrooms, like almost stair steps, occasionally leading all the way down to the ground. Yeah. The reason said is you guys could probably utilize to get down. Okay, I'm gonna 
from the lockdown. Wait. So give me a strength uh, athletics check. Okay. <laughs> Anyone following her? I got a two. Oh, oh. I two. Uh, minus. I got um, a three minus one, which is two. Okay. Athletics. A. 22. Eight. 17. Salute, are you following? No. <sighs> so, what'd you get? Your shin? 17. What did Harry get? Harry's I have an engineer's pack, right? I don't know. You own your character. Yeah, and then in a dungeon pack. So, Gashun and Grizel find fairly rough uh, handhold and are able to scale down very quickly. Harriet, Thorkin, and Senefe. Trip down. Get about 10 15 feet down until they lose their hand grip and begin to slide and fall and land roughly on a large spike. Uh, <laughs> they land roughly on a very large mushroom which catches their fall and they only take nine points of damage. Only that's almost half my hit points. You fell 50 feet. Yeah, but I landed on a yeah. soft, cushiony mushroom. Yeah, that's why you only took the damage you took. I have a problem with you. As those three <laughs> fell past you, Gashun and Drizel, you guys were able to quickly catch up to them. Right. And you guys are halfway down. To this point that you look down and the swamp is not pure liquid. There are Ew. firm spots. There are... Ice? No, it's a swamp. It's like there's grass, there's dirt. We should just go back. No, so I'm saying that's what you're seeing. The true swamp. Like, it's not pure liquid. I mean, there's bog of eternal stench. That's the only thing I can think of to describe for anyone who has seen Prince of Pride. Yeah. There's trees that are growing all gnarled and nasty looking there's sections of dirt and grass the grass is uber thick and almost like a wavy like a seaweed as you glance about there's just moisture and you can see like wetness amongst the ground everywhere you look back up and Saluth is still standing on the top of the causeway what are you doing what isn't a dungeoneer why because I'm still trying to get, I'm trying to figure out a way to get across. Okay, you do have rope, yes. You could tie it to your battle axe, yes. But your rest of your party just went down, halfway down the mushroom to the floor. Are you going to venture off by yourself? No, it's just wide places. That's the direction way. the hot air balloon went. It's literally the only and easiest way for us. How long is the rope? Your rope? I think it's 50 feet. 
So if I throw it down, could one of them catch it? Yeah. I grab onto one of them, throw it down, and say someone catch it. I'll catch it if she throws it down. Huh? You're gonna just kill like bonk you in the head and you're like, <laughs> Average middle height server effects for me. Like, so could I potentially tie it to like so if it's a bridge, are there like side holes? Why don't you just take the mushrooms down with the rest? It is a stone causeway. You walk up to the edge and look down, and you see mushroom shelves climbing up the wall. I don't understand the confusion. Can we tell if the mushrooms are natural or if someone like, placed them there? Give me a nature check. It's like there's massive archways made out of stone and somebody built a road on top of the archway. So, holding up the bridge, are there pillars? Underneath. So, could I tie rope to one of the pillars to get back up if they don't find anything? The pillars are not necessarily pillars, they're archways. Okay. There's nothing to tie the rope to. If you wanted to get back up, you could climb the mushrooms back up. I'm just gonna like fireman, uh, fireman old style, go down. I don't feel like climbing mushrooms. Okay, you try to slide down the rope without tying it off. You just said that there's nothing to tie it to. No. <laughs> I'm so confused now. Wall. Mushrooms. Just use the mushrooms as flat. That's still awesome. They are large flat mushrooms, like what you would almost imagine a lily pad that is stuck into the side of the wall. Just give up on the rope idea. Like stairs. Mm -hmm. But they're haphazardly spaced. You can climb back up the mushrooms. So case scenario, we all die down here. Oh well, yeah. campaign two over. I'm gonna start campaign three. <laughs> 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 Give me an athletic check. Or like everyone here dies. This can't or this session. Period comes back. Next session, Chase Hamlin's still alive. Um. Guys, I died. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Without issue, you like. Hop and jump and swing from shelf to shelf to shelf. Get down to where they are at, halfway down. To this point, that you can also recognize, along with what they've already noticed, the uh, swamp is parts of it are stable enough to walk through. Parts of it look like it's underwater. There's a occasionally in the marks here and there. It is a swamp, but not like you have to swim underwater to get through. I just keep on going down. Okay, give me an athletic check to finish. Anyone else continuing down? 
Yeah, so there's more mushrooms going on. Yeah, it looks like they go all the way down. So give me a check for everyone. Natural 20. Natural 20 plus 1, 21. 26, 24, 17. 14 and a half. So minus 1. 24 for Dushu. I was trained since I was born. I see that. And 19, or 18 for Harriet. Without issue, all of you manage then working together almost as if. Being a team is more beneficial. <laughs> what? You guys succeed in getting to the bottom of the causeway, and as you look up, you look up the hundred feet of stone arches, and it disappears off in the distance. Your feet land with a wet squish into the muddy, mossy floor. Um, Gashun. And Drizel being the heaviest, uh, you okay. actually sink down like a good inch into the half into the surface of the ground. I'm at I'm only 165 pounds plus 71. Yeah, that's my brother, my brother in Christ, do you know math? Dude, she's fat. No, you're carrying a lot of weight with your armor. Oh, you're so you're tall. A Harrigan who has no armor. We have a wizard that has no armor. We have. A sorceress that has uh, medium leather, and we have a fighter that has leather. No, I've changed. We you have changed big. It? You would also sink about an inch and a half into the ground. Like that each step, as you step, your foot sinks into the ground, and you can feel like the moisture. Fortunately, you guys have fairly well made boots, otherwise, you are certain that your stockings and toes would be covered in mud and muck. I'm only 165 plus 27 pounds. Oh. That's almost 100 pounds. Yeah. I weigh so much weight. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not fashioning her. I'm telling her math. I'm giving her the answer to do a math equation. You're the one telling people fat here. Oh, you're 500. Oh, you're going to see. Gushin, she typically finds some beauty and everything. She's like disgusted. Like, she's like, this is like, it's just new for her and she's not a big fan. Of just like all this like different like, <laughs> like weather. Oh well, gosh. as you look about thinking and struggling to find beauty in the area, give me a perception. Mud pie. Twelve. You look about and you do see some willow wisps and like fireflies essentially floating through some large dragonfly-esque kind of creatures and as they kind of fly through you can see they've got like humanoid kind of hands and faces, heads and faces and they kind of like grin at you as they fly by. And while it's different, <laughs> you are taken with the fact that there's uniqueness here, there's life here and life there's got to be beauty. So as you guys stand there in the bottom of the mushy, marshy, swampy ground, what do you want to do? Um, find what, like, this isn't what I was expecting, but then again, what was I expecting? Where do you, 
fairies. Yeah, <laughs> no, the fairies are fairies. dangerous. They want to kill people. I don't know that. I'm over here know. last session. Who can't tell them about the campaign? Um, so. Is it like for <laughs> all of the I can see swamp, or is there swamp? So. Your visibility peters out about 60 to 70 feet out. Like, since I don't know what's here and down here, I'm like being careful where I step. Okay. I, I, I will know. say you guys recognize that you just spent all day at a circus and fell down <laughs> mushrooms <laughs> and almost died. Have we still not rested yet? No. You guys have not taken a long rest. Guys, we're resting right now. Okay. I was surprised you would not have taken advantage of the firm stone concrete to rest on. Instead, you went down to the wet floor of the swamp. It's too. like that. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. Is there mushrooms? The bottom mushroom. I want to look, step on. I don't care if they're not resting. Do we all have to rest together? Yeah. Okay. Yes. I'm climbing to the mushroom and I am. First one's about maybe five feet off the ground. Okay. I'm so climbing I'm gonna... all the way back. Oh my god. <laughs> You're gonna die. <laughs> you make things so difficult. Something's gonna come and eat you. Like those dragonflies. <laughs> the humanoid That's what I'm doing. Hands. Final decision that has been executed. I climb up onto the like lowest mushroom. I curl up in a ball and I sleep. I don't care what anybody else is doing. That is what I'm doing. So apparently, Cinefe decides to conk out and roll out her bedroll on a fungi, and the rest of you are left to discuss whether or not someone's setting a watch or. Um, I'll ask first watch. Funny, funny moments. Leave Cinefe here. Watch <laughs> like 50 up. feet to the right. <laughs> we can hide. We can make it really, really funny and interesting. You're not here. You can't tell me to shut up. <laughs> and we just see what happens when Cynthia wakes up. Well, like a I'm taking second watch, and I don't really want to get a point of exhaustion. What's a point of exhaustion? Trying not to die. I'm just not getting tired. I don't really want to get tired, so. Chair keeps sliding. And I don't really want to fall asleep on the phone guy. It's a phone guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a phone guy. It's not funny. Those trees, right? What passes for trees? Now that you're close, you're looking at them and they are the skeletal dried bark remains of what probably once was the tree. I kind of want to climb one and stay there, but I don't know if I would have that. The biggest one around you is only maybe 12 feet. Yes. If you stack another knee on top of that, that'd be. Like, that's the top of the tree, it's 12 feet tall. Like, there's no limbs or bows or anything that is strong enough or large enough to support a human body. We could, like, turn, like, knock it down and stay on that. I'll move Santa Fe off the fun guy on my sleeper. Can you move me off yeah. the fun? No. Are you strong? I grab my dagger and I stab him in the arm. Asleep. Hang on. What? <laughs> Tell me what's going on. I don't know. I'm not there. You guys are. Okay, I'm before I make, back before up, I commit acts. Yeah, thank you. How many fungi are down here for us to rest on if they're, or is it well, the one? 
There's a hundred foot you guys climbed down or fell down. Oh. <laughs> and there's the shelf mushrooms every couple of feet. So one, the biggest one to sleep on was only about five feet off the ground. The next biggest one is maybe about 10 feet up. That is large Did enough for someone to sleep on. I'm climbing Every down. five to 10 feet, there are some shelf mushrooms that are large enough for a human body to sleep on. I'm sleeping on the second I'll take a watch. Um, I'll take second. Decision for, so. I, you're taking first. You're taking second. second. I'm taking second. I'm taking second. I can't call second. Uh, I don't sleep that long. I think when I begin. Four hours. Campaign. Yeah. How long do I sleep? I'll take some sort of watch. Whether. Well, you went to sleep without the clarity. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. you guys are screwed. Have fun. Harriet will take four swaps. Okay. So the five of you find some mushrooms and some patterns to conk out in. Gashoon, where are you taking your watch? Um, like 10 feet ahead of like the, the shelf of mush mushrooms. So you're standing on the small floor? Yeah. Got and it. I'm just like, like, I'm kind of like just like circling around like the area. Roll me a perception check. Oh, good boy. I have a question. How long do you think you can use a uh, full eight hours. Oh. Twelve. Okay. As you close your eyes, you struggle a little bit to fall asleep. The constant bickering and fighting and who's taking <laughs> what watch goes on. You feel footsteps get close to you. A sixth sense tells you that it's Thorkin by the way he walks. And then he walks away from you and he goes back and starts talking. And then eventually the talking settles down and you drift off. As you drift off, images and flashes come through your mind. You're cutting up some root vegetables and mushrooms. You watch your mother sprinkle some powders on the various tubers and your mouth moves, her mouth moves as she explains something, but you can't quite catch her words. They are drowned out by whistles. Can't locate the source. You glance around and see your father sharpening a sword. Whispers seem to not reach their ears. As they get louder and louder, you realize it is in your mind. And they start to raise to a crescendo pitch, and suddenly your parents pick you up and you're all running, running down tunnels, dark uh, corners, and duking between these uh, elevate elevators in the ground that you grew up in, kind of like. Uh, call them slides, but they're not slides, to get to different levels of the undergrowth. All three of you stop suddenly as a hooded figure approaches, small tentacles protruding from the front of the building. This guy. Your watch passes fairly easily. You're on edge because of the area, and you've never really known an environment like this. Vision does end up taking off like her coat. Ish. I would imagine like, you pack away what you can. Yeah, she's like, like, like her hair is like sticking to her skin and it's just very humid. Give me a favor, roll me a constitution okay. check. Uh -oh. <laughs> Are the hairs on the back of your neck sticking up? They're sticking to her. <laughs> well, what's the difference? 21. Uh -huh. hey. <laughs> Sorry. Your hair 
designed for cold northern winters, does not become a pure afro. But oh no, the humidity you do notice does thicken your hair up quite a bit. Where as you go to brush the sweat, you feel it and you're like, it's gotten bigger. I can picture. You spend most of your watch trying to pull your hair down and run your hands through your hair to like shake it. She's just making it worse. No, but it is getking like an albino mufasa. I'm imagining like a white afro. She's like, I can just imagine that. Oh my god. But other than that, nothing much happens. It comes about your time, and you walk over and kind of nudge uh, Salute for her uh, turn at rest or turn at watch. What is up with your hair? I don't know. It's. I know. Okay. Hey, so how high up am I off the ground? Forty feet. Oh. Darn it! I wanted to see if I can jump down, like I don't know. You can jump down. I'm just gonna like jump down off. Jump, 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 jump. Trees up or the shoe went up to wake you up, so change. Yeah, I'm just gonna like just jump down. Okay. You take the same mushroom shoe ball. Okay. So get roll me an athletic check. I can't tell what that is. So you don't use that dice. That's true. Sixteen. Uh you land and kind of like have to tuck and roll. Your armor gets muddy and wet completely for rolling through something like that. Uh, but you don't take any damage, but you're like, ooh, that kind of hurts. Give me a perception check. Like work the reaction. Oh, Kishun, as you lay down and close your eyes. 17. You quickly fall asleep, more tired than you realize. Images of sledding down frozen hillscapes, sliding across frozen rivers, laughing and giggling coming from yourself and your family. As you glide to a stop at the bottom of one hill, a golden boot slams into the snow in front of your sled. Your uh, watch goes relatively uneventful as well. Uh, there's tons of noise. Just creatures. I mean, you hear at one point something shuffling through the swamp, but it does come close to you. It was like a like a squish, squish, and then a drag, and squish, squish, and then a drag, and squish, squish, and then a drag. Well, she like always has her weapons out to this thing. But nothing comes close enough to cause you true concern. It's at that point that your watch is over and you're well turned. Just talk in a um, my cord spray that I can use. Yes. I like shake. Oh, hard. Almost hard enough to roll them off. Wait, will I have to? <laughs> Waking you up. You're dying. For your watch. Yeah, you almost okay. rolled off. This oh, is, this is the afterlife. Oh, bye bye. I can just sleep. Bye bye. 
Um, I'm gonna stand on top of the mushroom and look. Hmm. Oh, Roll me a perception check with advantage. Oh. Salute. Hmm? As you close your eyes and try to catch up the rest of your sleep. Laughter, puzzles, small toys, colored sticks of wax spilled out across many, many pieces of paper all about the floor. You look about the room that you're in and you can't help but feel the love. The love of this small family. So many crude but inventive pictures colored and so many pieces of paper with colored wax. If you gaze over the pictures, you see memories, dreams, hopes, and wishes from the twins. If you turn over the next piece of paper, you see dark, angry marks all over it. You see images of red on the walls and viscerated gore all about the floor. If you look about the room, there's chunks of like skin with hair still attached to it, stuck to the ceiling. What's your perception check? 18. 18? Uh, you do uh, end up noticing at this point, and you probably should wake her up soon to let her know, that the swamp waters are starting to rise. Oh. And they're like right at the shelf mushroom that Senefe is sleeping on. Oh, that's bad. Um, it continues to increase and increase. Uh, with that perception check, I would say that you probably perceive that it's almost at its peak as you look at like the causeway that everyone is, all the mushrooms are kind of growing out of. And it looks like that's where the water line is. Like when water rises so many times to a certain point, it leaves a line. And you notice that that's probably why the largest mushroom of all is the one that Santa Fe's on, because all the other ones have eroded away because of water. So fortunately, she didn't try to sleep any lower than that mushroom. But the water then like kind of slurps and then slowly starts to recede, and it recedes from the distance until it eventually recedes where you guys are at. Kind of giving you the thought that something out there is producing this water until the ground absorbs it all. And then it produces it again, and then grab the door. I thought it was just maybe like a high tide vortex. Yeah, it's the mood. Well, uh, <laughs> give me a nature or intelligence check. Yeah. Oh, I'm nature has a minus one. Um, nature or intelligence? Yes. Seven. Mm. Seven? Uh, you got no idea. Just wow, water's coming up, water's going away. That sucks. I should probably go with the same thing. Sit. Are you sitting there? No. <laughs> oh, my daddy. I got my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, am I awake? Am I awake? I should be quietly. Next mushroom up. <laughs> you go to the next mushroom up and the shoes. You grab your crap? That's how it grows. 
Like I scurry up to the next one. You go to the next one and salute it there. I scurry up. The next one has a torch. I don't snore. <laughs> I kick him and scurry up to the next one. That one's empty. I lay down and I like the sleeping. <laughs> That's just funny to Well, at that point, you realize you are fully rested. You've had your four hours at this point. Damn it. So, you don't so need to go back to sleep. I lay on the mushroom and stare at this guy and yeah. restless boredom. Do you go ahead and go to sleep then? Um, um, I want to get a little higher. <laughs> okay. You're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't wonder why there's mushrooms everywhere. <laughs> anyway, you find a, a vacant mushroom and kind of curl in and close your eyes. Roll me a perception check and watch. Oh, I'm watching? Okay. Um, so then I'll just like, <laughs> instead of laying on my back staring at this guy, I'm gonna be like on my stomach, just like peeking over the edge of the mushroom, taking my legs behind me. That's just like watching. Just like rolling through. Give me a perception check with advantage. Okay. With advantage? Yep. Period. Yeah. As you slumber away, you get images of running through tall grasses, smirking between yourselves, you and three of your siblings, who barely control your mirth as you plan a prank on the older siblings of the group. As you all rush into the house, ready to confront them and yell surprise through your front door, you instead step onto cold, dry dirt. Tombstones as far as you can see, your family's names among them. Uh, few shapes that appear in the distance in the fog, some like overhead, like if something was flying overhead at a great distance. But other than that, nothing really comes by. Towards the end of your watch, I'm going to presume that Harriet then ends up picking the last one. Mm -hmm. As you guys continue to sleep through the last part of the watch, here's up. As you lay down and close your eyes, that rotten leaf and growth smell of nature gets replaced with the enticing salt smell. As you open your eyes, it's the smell of, and you think you're open your eyes. I'll preface that. The smell of sweat and salt and the sea. The feel of a sun warm railing in your hands as you gaze across the ocean. The sway of the vessel as it ignites through the waves. You look over and you see crewmates. A couple of them playing cards over an upturned barrel. You see Jordy with his dark goatee, sunburned face. And it strikes you as odd because, you know, he's not very good at playing cards at all, but he seems to be down there with the rest of the crewmates playing. You see a few of the other crewmates at some point where I can kind of flesh out who was on that vessel. But your captain walks by and kind of grunts. Jordy's down there playing with the rest of the crewmates. Uh, you see Victor, a massive scar across his left eye from a knife fight with another merchant vessel. You look back out to the horizon and suddenly there's a spot on the water. 
approaching fast, faster than possible. For you truly have a chance to warn anyone, the very world seems to break upside down, suddenly forward and back. You're tossed about the vessel. Before you know it, you are trying to swim up and realize you're swimming down. You turn direction. The vessel on that you're on is destroyed. There's a silence, a strange metallic ticking sound, and then a thunk, thunk, thunk of metal on stone. Strange voices come across. You blink your eyes and you see nothing but a stone cell before you. You look out the door and there's this little tiny peak of a window and strangely armored figures walk past yourself. You hear a door open and see your captain dragged between two of these armored individuals as they march past. The direction they head, you hear nothing but screams and inhuman voices. Or Drizzy. Drizzy? Or <laughs> Drizzy. You find yourself sitting before a desk, books and scroll piled high all about you. A lone window presents you with a fair light to read by. You pick up some aged papers and scan their writings. You almost make them out. It's almost familiar. Like the name of a childhood friend not seen in years. You can't quite place where these, what these manuscripts are that you found. It's like an earworm. You just can't quite name the song. Right there. A shadow darkens the window as you see a fire take the village. You hear screams. You stand up to rush out to help, and a hand forces you back down into your seat. Another hand reaches across into your field of vision. Taloned claws, pink skin, points down on papers and clicks onto them. You hear whispered in your ear, you are so close to what you want. Read. That point that any of you that were sleeping wake up, the dreams fresh in your mind. What you presume to be morning, even though the sky hasn't changed, still twilight, still foggy, still misty. Still that squelching sound of mud and bog that rise and fall periodically throughout the night. If anybody As you have all achieved a long rest. You can reset spell slot hit points. Pick your spells for the day. Your proficiency for the day. I'm gonna say like as I'm preparing for the morning, I'm gonna climb down the mushrooms and I'm gonna cast the the afro. Gushun? Gushun. Yeah, I'm going to climb past Gushun and I'm going to say nice afro. Is that possible? Thanks. So at this point, if you're waking up, it's like an angled afro. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take you a few minutes, so while you're prepping your spells, you're probably going to have to try and brush that stuff out. If anybody looks at Solus, you can just see, like, can you can tell that she's been crying through her dreams. She won't admit it. So pick your five spells for the day, six spells for the day. Six. Like up against like a mushroom. 
see something, I'm just gonna like hit it. Yeah, that's not how you sharpen weapons. You use a watch charm. <laughs> what do you guys want to do? I'm picking out my skills. I don't know if you. I'm doing nothing because I don't have to do well, it. I'm the type that hired. Give me a perception check. Four. Four? Uh, can't really tell. It looks like the ground's wet. Other than that, it's not only you know this. Okay, so are we gonna climb up or are we just gonna keep on walking down here? Um, I have my skills with that. I would take the other one just turn it face down or something like that. So that way you have your interest don't count towards your spells. Yeah, I know. I didn't realize it was counted. Yeah, all five of your cantrips should have been on top. Yeah. I had the book, I had some more spells like I can get. But you haven't learned anything. The only reason why you can have so many prepared for the day is because but of your modifier being so high. Normally, you would not be able to have that spell prepared for you. Okay. So you just haven't learned the spell yet. But, it doesn't but you take time in the morning, but you drink and you brush your teeth. Yeah. 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 Yeah
I got like my stuff and everything. Okay. Are we climbing back up? But you do get that while you don't know the language in a pinch, you might be able to cast it. Okay. You're not sure if you have enough energy to cast it, but you might do. Okay. I want it just because you don't know what it is. I want to pull a on them. I want to get their stuff. What? Hang on. What is your other name? I want to try to use a mushroom. Oh my you god. You for a section of mushroom. Before Griselle starts eating the mushroom, can I do my telepathic thing and be like, no, 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 no. no. You, you would have to be aware. You are studying. Okay. What if it's a magical mushroom? Okay, Mario, or sorry, uh, so, you gave me the powers from I mean, eating yeah. it. Give me a. Hey, the pizza. Survival check. <laughs> I swear. Oh, there's a okay. poison. What if you get like a 16? 16? Okay, roll me a d8. Oh, no. Bro was about to get knackered. What? Beyond imagination. Bro's gonna fly to the moon. Guys, something isn't right. You got poisoned from that. <laughs> as you carve off a chunk and start chewing it, it doesn't really have a taste. He's about to make this real boring. It doesn't do anything. You don't feel any different. Uh, Your hunger's gone. Hooray. As you walk towards the rest of the group. You're studying your spells, you're studying your spells, you're studying your spells, you're doing forms. Harriet's doing her forms. She looks up with the highest passive perception and notices Drizzo walk in and she jumps. What the hell happened to you? As the rest of you look up, you see Drizzo standing there, but hair is completely gray, wrinkled face. <laughs> Bent over as if like barely able, no teeth at all. Like, <laughs> looks sunken in and depraved eyes. Wait, is, am, I, am, I, am I like bent over? You're standing there. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. Why do you look like an old man? You're, you're, what is wrong? Your hair is gray. You're ugly. So, you grab your hair and look at it. It's black. Black? I thought it looks normal. Are you black here? Wait a minute. So we black hair? You know there. Did you what did you do? What? What? <laughs> my face. No, you're talking. You I just normal. This is my face. My no, your face. It wasn't wrinkly before. It's wrinkly. I'm still so looking down at your hand, it looks normal. You touch your face, you don't feel any wrinkles. You look old. Is that oh. my friend? What did you eat? No, what did you dress? <laughs> what did you do? What did you do? I'm gonna call bull on that. Can I do an insight check? Um, you don't know that you she. Can roll an insight check. I'm doing an insight check on that. I don't believe she ate grass. What grass? Okay, we should go. Yeah, fair. What grass? You don't know if she ate anything. You don't know if she did. You can go. What did you? Shoes like? Is this normal to when you eat grass? Is that like what? It's never happened to me when I eat grass. When you eat grass, I think I ever lied. Um, <laughs> I ate a mushroom. You guys should try that. Oh. No! I, mean, I don't want to look like an old man! I don't want to age. 
Well, maybe one needs... Maybe it's just in bedroom A. Try another bedroom. Lucian's curious now and she wants to read that one. Drizelle, you look down at your hands. They're strong. They're the same youth. You have no age marks on your skin. You don't feel old. How do you guys can just crave them? Everyone else, though, thinks you look like an old man. I'm gonna eat a mushroom. Give me a. We're gonna uh, turn uh, and eat a different one, though. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Two. <laughs> Roll a d4 for me. Uh, oh, oh. Four. Uh-oh. Hey guys. What, is, what does she look like? What? What in the alternate is this? Oh, oh excuse me. What are. Um, excuse me, what the actual hell are you doing right now? Mm-hmm. You swallow the mushroom. You don't feel any different. Until you look at your friend like, I don't, and then suddenly you hiccup. <laughs> and then you pick up again. Uh-oh. I'm going to go in on. This is accurate for me. Why and then you pick up again. Did she eat the same one or a different one? Same one. I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna eat. No! I wanna see what happens. You He's should. an old man. She keeps on hiccuping. You have the hiccups for the next. Would you roll uh, a d4? Four. Four hours. <laughs> I, I already have disadvantage on stealth checks. I wanna see what happens when I do it. So I'm gonna do it. Okay, give me survival check. Okay. I'm gonna look around at all the idiots I'm in a party with and just shake my head and be like, She can't, she, she's hiccuping, 13. she's gonna do the same 13. thing that they've done. Roll me a D8. They're gonna do the same thing that he just done. I do not understand my team. The D8 is the one that we're gonna do. Like this is at one time. Yeah. One. Yeah. One. Yeah. You take a bite and it tastes like the sweetest and most delectable gingerbread cookie you've ever had. It's like, you smile and grin and you even laugh a little and as you laugh, you swear the frog sitting on the uh, mushroom next to you looks at you, croaks and goes, oh, I love you. Oh, I love you. And then hops away. He said he loves me. Kiss him. No! There's a frog. Does she look any different? What happened? When I talk, do I sound the same? Can you talk to animals now? I guess so. Look at you guys. You're old. You pick up. I raised You all heard the frog say. What? 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 As you two are chuckling at each other because he looks old and she can't stop hiccuping. Uh, you both get the gentle scent on the breeze of like cotton candy and syrupy waffles. So did I just get nothing? 
pure joy of gingerbread cookies. <laughs> wow, you guys suck. Get on my level. Ginger. <gasps> ginger in a ginger. I'm just gonna keep on walking. Better than you guys. I'm, like, I'm like walking away, shaking my head, like, why? Why did I choose them? Just love us. Just love so what are you going to do? I'm walking because I'm trying to get to something. I don't know. I'm going to take another piece of mushroom off and keep eating it because it tastes really good. Wait. Um, can I cut off some mushroom but like save it for like later maybe? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. So mark down, roll a d4 for Just because I'm curious. 